Starbucks charges a couple over $4,000 for coffee, forcing them to cancel their trip that they had planned. So let's check this out. Starbucks coffee may be expensive, but this is ridiculous. One Oklahoma couple got the Java jolt of their lives when they ordered two cups of joe at one of the chain's Tulsa outlets and wound up being charged $4,456.27. Jesse Odell said his bank account got ground down after he made his usual coffee run on January 7th ordering an iced Americano for his wife and a venti caramel frappuccino for himself, which added up to about $10. Which, by the way, like, dear lord, that sucks. $10 for only two drinks? The father of four didn't realize what had happened as he didn't immediately check his receipt, but his wife, Dee Dee, later noticed that the four-digit charge had been made for the drinks when she went to use her credit card at a mall and it got declined. WNEM reports. The couple said they soon contacted the company for help and Starbucks officials sent them checks to make up for the lost cash, but the checks bounced. <laughs> like... This is so bad. You have a multi-billion dollar company that screwed up and they can't even make their screw up okay. (laughs) That's horrible. So we contacted their customer service. We contacted their customer service helpline probably 30 to 40 times that day, Jesse said, noting that his family had to cancel a family trip because they didn't have the money at the time due to the error. A spokesperson for Starbucks told the Post that the first checks bounced because of a typo and that a new set of checks had been delivered and cashed. The spokesperson also put the blame for the mix-up on the couple, saying Jesse had submitted the enormous tip himself when placing the order. Jesse, however, denies the accusation, saying that a district manager told him it was caused by a network issue. And by the way, if you are a spokesperson for a massive company, do you think it is smart at all to put the blame on the customer? The answer is no. Like... You'd think some of these big companies would be like trying to lean more so on the customer side, trying to like make things a little bit more smoothly so that people just don't basically stop going to these companies. Now there's so many people addicted to those companies, specifically Starbucks. Like for some reason, a lot of college students and a lot of young adults really like Starbucks for some reason, even though you just basically bleed money by going there every day. So Jesse, let's see, hold on. So yeah, VT Iced Americano, $3.95. VT Caramel Frap, $5.95, single $1. Subtotal $10.90. The tax is 0.93. The gratuity is 4444.44. See, like, think about it. That is such a completely random number, and for it to all be uniquely all fours seems 
pretty off. I know how to press buttons. I didn't press that button, he told McClathy, news in a phone interview. If it wasn't the barista, then it's definitely your network, which is a really big issue. The couple had filed a complaint with the Tulsa police, but the case was later closed when the good checks were delivered. Jesse also warned other customers to watch out for surprising charges in their own receipts in case what happened to him was not a one-time error. The family was especially upset because the incident caused them to miss a family vacation where they bought non-refundable tickets to visit DD's native Thailand. Interesting. This is something that has caused duress in our family, and hopefully others don't have to go through something like this, he said. Now, here's the thing, too, right? I'm pretty certain Starbucks is just basically a coffee shop. Why are you tipping in the first place? Why is that even an option to tip in just a coffee shop, right? Because I don't think you're necessarily getting served anything other than the people at the counter. So it seems kind of odd that they would even have an option for you to tip like that. Now, maybe they have like a tip jar or something. I could understand that for like a Starbucks situation. But like how big of a Starbucks are you going to where tipping is a viable option in any sense? Because I personally have never seen a situation where you would tip in a Starbucks to begin with. Let's see. A lot of comments. Never give free access to any bank account. I agree. That's why I use cash for purchases less than $50. I also tip in cash only so the servers don't have to report it to the IRS. And here's the thing too. I think the coolest thing about... There's two things that are cool about paying things for cash. One, it is extremely hard to overspend when you're paying in cash because you have to actually get rid of the money, right? You're losing something to gain something. So I don't know about you, but handing someone money, regardless of the item and regardless of how much you want the item, there's a pain that you feel when you spend that type of money. Which is why if one of your goals is to save money, like try to save a little bit more money, maybe swap your cards for cash. Or at the very least, like leave your cards at home, only carry cash for like a week, and see how that affects your spending habits. Because I could pretty much tell you like 99% of people are going to save more money if they have to spend money with cash. Like it, it sucks spending physical dollars for stuff because you got to like count it you got to make sure you got enough money for the item and again it's very hard to overspend paying in cash but very easy to save money let's see sad tale of woe over a pricey cup of joe yeah see this is the thing too like one of the main reasons why i personally never really go to starbucks is just i strongly dislike the idea of spending like nearly 10 bucks for a cup of coffee when you could go to a gas station for a dollar for like 20 times the amount pretty much now obviously that's 
an exaggeration, but you get a pretty nice sized cup of coffee from a gas station for like one to two bucks versus Starbucks is way overpriced. By the way, the gas station one would probably be a lot healthier because you just get it black. And I don't even know if there's even a black option for Starbucks anymore. They probably just pump that stuff up with so much sugar for all of their options. Let's see, if they needed the last 4K off of a credit card to go on vacation, then they can afford to go on vacation or to go to Starbucks. I guess they say can't. Now, the thing is, they probably didn't necessarily need the 4K. I think the biggest issue was that because their card was pretty much locked up, because there's massive charge on their card, it pretty much made their credit card pretty much useless because they probably hit their limit because of this 4K charge, which is a big issue because they probably went over 100% utilization, which is a very, very big issue and could potentially destroy their credit as well, which they need to also potentially... Like, here's the thing. It's good that Starbucks fixed the issue, but this issue not only caused them immediate financial damage, but it might cause them long-term financial damage due to their credit score probably going to get destroyed because of this massive credit utilization that they ended up having. Even for a short amount of time, it's a big issue. Like you should never max out a credit card. So if I can wire money to someone for immediate access, why can't why cannot Starbucks, Starbucks do the same? Unfortunate for the couple, but network issues don't add two extra fours to your tip. Yep. Let's see. Starbucks coffee is overpriced and tastes awful. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily say that they taste awful because it's pretty hard to have something taste bad when there's like grams upon grams of sugar in it. No matter what, that's going to taste good for you. Now, you may not necessarily love the taste, but your body is going to basically love the taste of it because of how much sugar that it has and also the salt and all that kind of stuff. This person says, I prefer gas station convenience stores and self-service. It is just coffee. You're paying Starbucks for nothing special. The thing is, you are paying Starbucks for the brand mainly and then basically just sugar, but sugar is technically super cheap. So is the picture duplicate receipt their copy? Was he actually trying to leave a tip? How much on a $10 order? I always ask for a receipt, check it, and throw in the paper recycling bin at home. Well, not from 5 bucks. Not a customer. Now, personally, I don't always end up getting a receipt where I go and buy stuff. I make sure to see what was actually charged because typically you can see exactly what you were charged as the process going through. Like, I pay attention to that. So there's not necessarily a need for a receipt. That being said, you still got to be aware, right? Because things can happen. So 
check your bank account pretty much every day, right? At least for like a couple seconds, just check your bank account every single day just to keep an eye on as to what's going on because you know what you spent or did not spend. Maybe God is trying to tell them to cut back on their caffeine intake. <laughs> Let's see. Had to cancel a family trip because they didn't have the money at the time due to the error. If $4,500 is all it takes to bankrupt you, then you probably shouldn't be having an everyday coffee run totaling $300 per month. Now, this is actually a pretty scary thing, right? Like a lot of people don't really understand the type of money that they're actually spending on a day-per-day basis. Like, think about it. This is just a coffee run. Coffee run. Just that. And it's potentially being $300 per month. That is an insane amount of money to be spending on coffee per month. Right? Because you're not including any other meal or any other item that day at all. So their daily expenses could easily reach over a thousand, two thousand dollars a month and just their daily expenses, which is pretty crazy to me because there's a lot of people that go out. There's a lot of people that eat fast food every day. There's a lot of people that go do multiple coffee runs a day, right? So we're potentially, like, here's the thing. This would be not that big of a deal if they were making a lot of money per year. But they are obviously not really making good money, or at the very least, if they are making good money, they're spending all of it because 4500 like this comment says, basically bankrupted them. And that is a pretty massive issue because if you're the type of person that you're spending or that type of couple that is spending $300 potentially per month on just coffee runs and $4,500 destroys you, you really need to adjust your financial choices because all it takes is one tiny emergency, which this wasn't even really an emergency, this was a hassle, but like one tiny emergency, like your car breaks down or something, you're basically screwed. Like that is a big issue. So people just need to be aware of that. Like one of the best ways to get better at personal finance is just to be aware of where your money is even going. Like people just don't understand how much they're actually spending on a per day basis. Now personally, I love to drink energy drinks. That's not necessarily cheap. And I know exactly how much I spend every day, every month on that specific item. But I pretty much don't spend money on anything else. So, just something to think about. This person says, I never have patronized Starbucks. They are way too woke for me. This other person says, since more companies are requiring you to use a card instead of cash... Everyone had better remain diligent. I'd be check your receipt. This is happening more and more. Now, this might be happening more and more in locations that are probably trying to force tipping. 
Anyone willing to pay five bucks for a cup of coffee deserves to be ripped off again. I I understand potentially. Like here's the big issue, right? There's nothing necessarily wrong with getting a cup of coffee that costs five bucks. But the thing is, if you're only making a few grand per month, getting that five bucks of coffee is actually a pretty big issue. But if you're making nearly ten grand a month, five bucks of coffee every single day doesn't really actually matter in terms of your long term financial situation. Like it doesn't really affect your life. But again, if you're only making like a grand per month, two grand a month, three grand a month, yeah, five bucks of coffee a day is a pretty poor financial choice. Like that is a potential health insurance payment. That is potentially your electricity bill, your car insurance, your student loan payment if you got a student loan, potentially your credit card bill or credit card payment, should I say, because who knows how much debt you might have on that. Like It all depends on your personal finance situation. That's the thing. Personal finance is personal. It really depends on your specific circumstance, right? And also, if this is the only thing that you really spend money on and you don't go out to get fast food, if you don't go and like out to eat at like restaurants or something, like you basically just don't spend money at all on a monthly basis or a per day basis, other than basically getting a cup of coffee or your groceries every week then it doesn't really matter in that sense either because you're keeping all of your expenses everywhere else super cheap. Believe it or not, I like McDonald's coffee better. I think McDonald's is also another place that you could get really cheap coffee. Love my Walmart red kettle, my five-gallon refills of drinking water from Winco, my French press, my Krups grinder, and Costco SF Bay whole bean coffee on sale this month at $12.50 for three pounds. I like evaporated canned milk in mine. I have not purchased a cup of coffee for 10 years. I did the math. I saved over $8,000, and that went into my brokerage account month by month. That's honestly a pretty awesome thing. Which, funny enough, now that I think about it, so they're on average spending potentially, if they do this every day, pretty much, spending about $300 a month. What's crazy about that is that if you were to put $300 per month into basically like a brokerage account and put that basically into something kind of like SPY or S&P 500 or something similar to that, where they get like an average annual return of about 10%, you will become a millionaire after a few decades by doing that. So instead of spending the five bucks per day on the coffee, or I mean 10 bucks per day on coffee because it averages like 300 bucks for them, you could put that into basically a retirement fund for yourself. So when it comes down to the retirement age, you don't got to worry about nothing because you got the cash. You got the money. You got the tax-free money if you put it into a Roth IRA. That's what's so crazy.
Starbucks coffee is disgusting. I believe the couple, Starbucks does not care about customers, and people at the cash register should not be able to include tips, use the tip jar. See, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I really don't like the idea of people basically getting tipped at the cash register. Like, I understand tipping, you know, if you were served by a waiter or waitress. I can understand if someone does something that is, like, very nice and you tip them for that. Like, So, for example, not just, like, a Starbucks situation, but, like, let's say that you were to hire movers to, like, move into your new apartment, house, whatever, your new office space, whatever it is. And they're doing some pretty hard work, right? I would be perfectly okay tipping someone in that situation. I'd probably tip them a little bit extra cash on the side that they don't even have to disclose and give them like a drink or something. It's like, hey, thank you. I didn't have to do this, right? And even though this is your job, that's still some pretty hard work and I really appreciate that. But just tipping people just because they're working at the cash register, that just seems kind of weird to me. 100% agree. The fact that anyone other than yourself has the ability to leave a tip without you knowing until much later is bad business. I agree. Unfortunately, tips are a goodly portion of a barista's income at these minimum wage jobs. Many people carry no cash, so prohibiting CC tips would hurt them. But, like, why is a barista even having to rely on tips? Like, I've never seen a barista get tipped before, ever. In any situation, I've seen servers, guy, girl, whatever. I've seen bartenders get tipped, but I've never seen a barista get tipped, like ever. Tip for what? Pressing a button and filling a cup and turning around and saying, here. Never use debit cards or check cards except in emergency. Always use credit cards. That way, the jerks do not have direct access to your bank account. Debit and or check card transactions are immediately subtracted directly from your checking account, and they are very difficult and time-consuming to dispute. Credit card transactions are insured and can be disputed. Disputing a credit card transaction immediately puts that transaction in suspense pending resolution of the dispute by the credit card company. The only one who can withdraw money from your bank account to pay a credit card balance is you. And here's the thing. I don't necessarily have something against this, but the issue is that a lot of people who use credit cards cannot use credit cards at all. They are not financially responsible enough. They end up doing more harm to themselves by using credit cards even with the potential risk of losing immediate money from their bank account if they were to use a debit card. Like, that's a sad reality. Like, there's just some people that should not be using... Well, actually, really, there should be people just not using cards in general because they just don't think about it. But honestly, if you're really worried about using your debit card, even though you want to use your debit card... Just create, like, a new account and just stick 
a couple hundred bucks in there for like your weekly expenses or whatever. If you're that afraid or like just have it specifically used for that's your spending account. Because they also have insurance. They also have disputes. If you have a good bank, it's very easy to dispute all this stuff. So this person says, you don't understand how the dual debit debit credit card works. Debit card users can only spend the money available in their bank account unless they have overdraft protection. Well, technically speaking, they can use more money, but they're going to get hit with overdraft fees on top of whatever they bought, which is a very bad thing. So you could do like this coffee run. And so if you end up spending more money than what's inside your bank, like let's, for example, say that you got $2 in your bank account, but you go and buy a $10 coffee. Okay, so you take out the $2 from your bank account, then you get charged an extra $8 with the bank, so you get like a negative balance of $8, plus you end up getting hit with another charge, which is an overdraft charge, of like 20 to 30 bucks depending on the bank. So now you're negative like 28 or 38 dollars in your bank account, which is a very scary situation. Okay, and this person says a credit card is linked to a line of credit offered by the company that issues the card. Credit cards help build credit history, while debit cards don't. Apparently there is a debit card that exists now by some company, I forget what that company's called, where it is treated like a credit card, but is actually a debit card. I forget the name of that thing, though. Let's see. I can attest to that in two years, I closed two accounts for charges which weren't mine and made whole. Also, if you follow this for every possible purchase and bill obligation with a credit card, which has a rewards incentive, there's a return on its usage. On a very modest income, I had enough points to put $500 credit on my January bill for December Christmas shopping gifts. Like, here's the thing. Points don't really matter, like, in the grand scheme of things. Like, the only, like, the biggest thing when it comes down to, like, a credit card is not the points. It's the cash back. And the reason why that is if you end up, for whatever reason, using your credit card a lot, charging your credit card a lot, if you find your credit card, well, find a credit card with, like, a 2 3% cash back, then that potentially might make it worth it because you could also just pay for charges on there depending on how often you you use it. But that gets into a really weird situation because you're only getting this cash back because you spent so much money. And the problem is a lot of people who use credit cards tend to spend more money than they would if they just bought it in cash or bought it with a debit card. This person says, use your credit card, not your debit card. Well, that's what you get for being stupid enough to try to spend $10 for two cups of coffee.
this area. Yeah, if you stumble upon this, feel free to feel free to give your thoughts about it. My main thing is these people are just pretty much financially not smart. Or I should say they're kind of like irresponsible with their money because one, they don't really have a good credit limit so that they can't even well, they basically get screwed over by something like this because this completely maxed out their credit limit. Two, they think it's perfectly okay to just be spending this type of money on coffee, which, I mean, again, I don't know what they're technically making, but what they spend on these coffees plus their financial situation to where them basically getting maxed out at $4,500 basically completely destroyed their plans, that's kind of a sad thing to see. Like, you shouldn't be in that situation. Especially as, like, a couple. A couple should have a lot more money available to them, a lot more income coming in, a lot more assets. So if $4,500 basically destroys your financial situation as a couple, that's kind of a big issue. 